What's up, everybody? This is D House here with Mike, and we are the Jedi. Tri- oh, dang it! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. We are unplayable here to talk about our favorite Star Wars card game, Star Wars Unlimited. Mike, the Rebel Spies here, the guy, the bane of my existence, the Hans Gruber to my John McClane. How are you doing, buddy? I, I thought I was John McClane this whole time. Nope, nope, nope. Wow, I'm the hero. That hurts. I'm the hero. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm actually okay with being the villain. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm just out here trying to record some Christmas cheer, and you're just slaughtering me the whole time. I feel like if that's not an underdog story for John McClane, we're just against... we're setting up a narrative. It's it's yeah. very simple. You you have to you have to lose so that people want you to win, and then mm. in the end, you still lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I told you this before uh, before we recorded, but I'm 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 trying to drop as many Christmas games as I can so that when the Galactic championship shows up in 2025 people will think i'm a real scrub at this game and <laughs> yeah, just you're, totally it's all psyops yeah yeah that's right okay what are we doing here we are recording something not crazy innovative or anything but we kind of just said hey we miss kind of podcasting about specific game and just be able to go deep and have conversations about the game that aren't necessarily tied to spoilers are tied to a game where we can just kind of ramble a little bit and and maybe a few of you will enjoy it uh i joked about it already but mike and i uh used to co-host the jedi trials back in the day for star wars destiny and uh, so it just feels like getting back in the saddle again yeah in the old rancor saddle for boba fett (laughs) so yeah so anyway so whatever it was that that uh quill rode in mando oh yeah The, the like Thing with just a mouth i i know it had eyes and nose and <laughs> yeah, stuff, but it's basically yeah. just a mouth on legs yeah that was weird <laughs> it's like a tadpole was... on legs basically <laughs> it really was it kind of was <laughs> yeah so anyway so we're gonna just spend some time talking about star wars limited and i'm sure jay and jim will will join us on some of these we just time wise we're like we couldn't line it up so we just said we'll just kick this off and so we're, we don't necessarily have like a name for this we're just this is just unplayable swoocast pretty or much whatever the star wars yeah. unlimited edition we're just going all in on this so you can listen to it on the podcast feed if you want it, if you're on your commute or you can watch on YouTube or whatever you so desire. Mike, how are you feeling about the game right now? It's it's what I don't know what the date is. It is December uh, 11th. 11th, 2023. Yes. How are you feeling? I'm incredibly excited for this game, as you well know. But yeah, I'm just excited. I don't know. I did, there is no but. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are you going with but? But I'm out. I was trying to make it dramatic. <laughs> okay. uh, but no, there, there is no but. I'm just very excited about the game. I'm, I want it to be out. I want to be playing it with people in person. I actually printed out some physical proxies and played some games against my brother a couple weekends ago. And it was so much more fun to play in person than it is to play on TTS. Mm. I can't, cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be weird. Like having played so much on TTS to like converting back to that. (laughs) Oh, I, Oh, I need to actually physically build a deck. Like I can't just like copy and paste the URL. Like I have to paste from SwoDB and just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need sleeves. Oh gosh. (laughs) Ah, you know, I actually bought 10 of these things. Let me see if I can grab one real quick. I bought, I bought these game genic 50 card boxes Mm. And I wanted to see if if the uh, these guys the the slide cases or whatever that they make fit into them, and they do. So I'm mm. hoping that I can just like store all my decks in these things and just bring like a big like box of decks whenever I go to play and have stuff nice. for other people to play with. Yeah, uh, but yeah, excited about 
about this. If if you're listening on audio, you can't see what I'm showing the camera. So well, just the sound of the cases it. was very you know, fun to listen to. So well, that that's good. Yeah, that's that's good, man. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I think for me, same. I'm I'm so excited about this game. I have a a terrible record because of you over the last uh, few <laughs> weeks. <laughs> but I said this. I said this in Discord, or I tweeted. I don't remember. But it, the, you know, you love a game when you can take a bunch of losses, and it just makes you want to play more. Like it's like okay, no, I'm. You know, I'm I'm figuring things out. What did Inception say? There's no bad decisions. There's just discovering uh, different choices. Or so, I don't know. He said something. He said it more eloquently in the Discord. But I was like, I, that's funny. I totally agree, though. It's like this this stage is should be all about exploration, right? It's like the game's not even out yet, so who cares? There's nothing on the line for these games. Just make plays and see what happens, and eventually learn what what's a good play, what's not a good play. And I I don't know. I yeah. Like I. I do think it is definitely a sign of a good game where, you know, if you're losing, you're still having fun, or at least you still want to try again and like keep going back and keep playing. So yeah, this definitely has that. Every time I lose, I'm like, no, let's, let's play right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like in some games I lose and I'm like, whatever, moving on to the next thing. And we record content and like, this is the first game where I'm going back and I'm watching my decisions and I'm. Yeah. You're like, oh, if I'd only done this or if I'd only resourced this way. Why did you do that? So yeah, I that's what that's I so I've gone I've looked at it and it makes me okay I I should take this out of the deck I should put this in or like if I was sideboarding what would I run if we were going to game two how would that affect how I do mm-hmm. this so yeah yeah it's definitely approaching what I felt like in Destiny when when we were playing so much where it just yeah. was like okay let's shuffle up and play again let's or let me let me fix a couple things or let's whatever. Yeah, so I, I love I love that games are fast enough too that you can really do that. Yeah, because it, you know if this was the LCG or if this was some other longer games that lasted like forty five, if this was Flesh and Blood, it's like I don't I I don't really want to play another game of Flesh and Blood after I finish a game of Flesh and Blood because it's You're it's so right. long and it's such a such a slog that I I don't know I I, I like the pacing of this game a lot mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it really just like it lends itself to the like, oh, just one more game kind of yeah. mentality. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I gotta give a, I gotta give a shout out. I mentioned Inception, but Garbage Rollers on YouTube, they they were uploading videos, but then they switched to playing Best of Three, and even their Best of Three videos are coming in at you know twenty five minutes, like twenty minutes, you know, yeah. thirty minutes. You know, like some some even shorter uh, than that, and because you just, I think the more you play, the more you you reach a point where you're like, okay, it, this is clearly going to end in a loss. I don't mind scooping and resetting sure. to play the next game or whatever. So mm-hmm. watching them do this and like, a, you know, guys who are clearly playing a lot of games and uh, makes me excited for, I mean, I, I'm definitely more casual player. And I'm, I think that that's always going to be what I'm most excited for. But the competitive environment and some of those like, okay, how's this going to work with streaming and all that? Watching them jam those quick, quick games is is fun. So I'm super high on the game. I also printed off uh, just the starter deck proxy once, nice. and I'm 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 slowly playing with different people around here and just saying like, hey, what do you think about this game? And is I'm I'm talking to a lot of guys who love Star Wars who don't have as much history around games, so talking about pre-ordering a game like for mm-hmm. and like a box being ninety hundred bucks is like, wait, what? Like, oh wow! And so yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Like, but it's gonna be worth. You can it, get them in on on draft or on pre-release. 
Like yeah. those, those are some good opportunities for, for that type of person. I feel like, yeah, once, I think, once, I think once you right. understand it, I feel like you're, you're, you're in, right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think coming to a pre-release and like you get those six packs and the, the Luke and Vader and you're sitting, you build, and then you're at, you're like, wait, but I want more. And then you start yeah. to, <laughs> you start to get the, the feel for the game. Yeah, you so. got to just start, start giving booster packs to friends who you want to get into the game. Just the first yeah. hit's always free. Dude. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's pretty much what I did with Keyforge for years. I had so many <laughs> yeah, extra you just decks. Give out a like, deck, right? I said, hey, uh, we'll sit and play. And I'm like, and by the way, that deck is yours to keep. And, you know, and that's just how we. That's that's and great. The, <laughs> the problem with it, though, and you know it, is you're going to give away a pack that has a showcase, you know, leader in it. And you're just going to sit there. You have to just be okay with that. You have, you have to be okay with that. <laughs> it's like you just have to like give the mate, like just, just promise like, wow. me if you open like, this. Well, okay, that person's definitely in though. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, oh, and by the way, that card's worth $400. And yeah. they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, like enjoy this gift. If you don't get into this game, our friendship is over now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's what always makes me worry. And and honestly, that's so I funny. started to get in Keyforge for like Christmas and stuff. I would like gift someone a deck who is like moderately into the games or whatever. And every deck I gifted ended up being like an absolute banger of a deck. <laughs> like it happened. It happened multiple times. I had like a, tw- like a Twitter thread where I was like, these are all the decks I've given to people. That's as like amazing. Gifts. And then I go back to them like, Hey, can I borrow that for an event for something? You know? Yeah. So it does worry me a little bit about gifting, but I, I do That's wish hilarious. this is where like, with it being Christmas time, like stocking stuff or like just, yeah. Uh, that's gonna be i mean yeah sadly we can't do that this year but next year no it's on well or can we mike oh can yeah we? well <laughs> if anybody's watching this and has and it's just like unaware of of what <laughs> has been going on on our channel somehow <laughs> yeah give give like a 30 second explanation of, of the 12 12 days of swoop christmas yes all right so basically for for the month of december i want to do something fun with Star Wars Unlimited, and I love Christmas, so we're doing the 12 days of Christmas, so I wrapped up all the leaders, and I wrapped up all the bases, and so for each video, it's one day of Christmas, and we open one base and one leader, and then I just have to build a deck with that base and leader, and then I have to get slaughtered by Mike, is the the expectation of the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, of the video so uh, i don't play any practice games i literally just build it you, and play it. you've gotten a, a yeah. couple of cheeky wins in there yeah yeah but anyways it's been super fun it's it's definitely stretched me to think like okay i would never normally play green inquisitor at the security complex so what sure. would i do and how would i do this and <laughs> but it, it has been so fun that i'm and i've gotten a lot of honestly a lot of sorry i've lost focus uh both mentally and my camera so i'm trying to I'm trying to regain it's trying to focus on my background for some reason but oh that's funny yeah continue i'm sorry <laughs> okay i was like uh. um yeah i've gotten a lot of like nice uh messages you know privately from people or you know accidentally before an ffg live stream when the mics are hot about the content so <laughs> thank you xander um <laughs> And it's been fun. So I'm already in my head. I'm already thinking this is going to be a, an annual tradition. Like I'm thinking about like next year when we have theoretically three sets worth of leaders. That's um, going to be, that's, you're going to have to do all 30 days, all 31 days. Like, cause what if we have, they said there's 18 leaders in set one. So if there's 18 yeah. in each of them, that's 36. That's in only two sets, right? 36, only two sets. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. What am I? So, gosh, math. I hate math. <laughs> if there's if there's three sets out by oh, the end of gosh. next year are there gonna yeah. be three or four 
there's going to be three sets. It's every okay. four months. Okay. So it's supposed to be so March. Be 42, 42 set. Uh, yeah. 42. March, leaders, July, and, and November. Yep. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Or I'll just do the set because everyone will be high on set three. So maybe I'll just do set three. Or set yeah, high. maybe. Who knows? But anyways, it's been it's been it's been a, a fun way to do things. And yeah, so well, why, why don't we do this since this is sort of like our inaugural kind of swoo chat or whatever we want to call this. Talk about talk to me about what what are your favorite lead, your favorite leader or two so far. Obviously, we don't we only have I don't know sixty percent of the set one revealed. So we there's still a lot we don't know. But at this point in time, how many what, how many lead leaders do we not know? Um, that's three or four. I think we're missing a blue hero leader. We're missing a green villain leader mm-hmm. and we're missing a red hero leader. Yeah. Red hero leader. Is yeah, that, so is that three? Yeah. I think that's it. Yep. And that's assuming every color and hero villain each has two. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that would be, yeah. So that would be, we're 15 out of 18. So we got three, three left to go. All right. So do you want you want my favorite one leader or let, me, let's just stick with with one. That, that oh way man. it's a harder a harder decision, and it really will say something about who you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my current favorite leader is Han, and I've been mostly playing Han with red, although I have also enjoyed playing Han with blue, especially now that Luke has been revealed and. I love the sort of it's it's sort of gambly, right? It's like you're 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 trying to gain an advantage in a specific moment and hoping that your opponent can't disrupt you while you're doing it in order to like really pull out ahead on tempo and value in the game as a whole, right? So the classic example is on turn 4, you have five resources you use Han's ability to bring a card from your hand into your resources, and then you flip Han and attack with him and bring another one into your resources. So you have seven, and you can play Luke or Mace or Han and get, you know, huge tempo advantage. Mm. And there's so many other little tiny decisions that you can make all the way up to that point. Like turn one, do you use Han's ability so you can play a three cost card? what three cost cards are worth doing that for or what matchups is it worth doing that in do you keep cards in your hand and not do it until you hit that turn four like are you playing against something that doesn't have the ability to really disrupt your ability to do that or are you playing against double yellow boba and you have to worry about cunning and waylay and all the exhaust you know things and maybe you don't go towards that strategy and you try and weigh your decisions more towards powerful early game maybe you're playing into a control matchup and you feel like you can you know potentially play a better control game than than your opponent i think there's so many different ways that you can sort of play into your opponent with that deck it's so flexible it can kind of be whatever you need it to be in that moment and I have a lot of fun with that because it means that every game is completely different and that keeps my attention <laughs> more than other decks so far have. Mm. Which honestly, it's so 
fun to hear you talk about it because Han is probably my least favorite to That's play so, with. I, I, I'm, I'm so curious to hear who your favorite is because I wonder if it'll be my least favorite. <laughs> well, it can't be my least favorite because uh, I, I don't think Hera is your favorite leader. <laughs> no, Hera is not my favorite. It could, she could be in the future, honestly. Like once we get For the sure. full yeah. specter, once we get more, uh, more specters, and... whatever. We'll, we'll see. So yeah, you know, because you're keeping me to one. I think the most fun I've had playing this game is with Krennic. Okay, interesting. Yeah, which I never thought I'd say. I thought honestly, I thought I would be Chewbacca, Leia, Sabine. Tell, one of those. T- tell me what you like so much about Krennic. So Krennic, <laughs> I think I think Krennic allows you to play ramp in a unique way because of his restore, because of his health. And because of the stuff that just comes in in Blue Villain, so you can play those big spicy vehicles, mm-hmm. and and I think when capital ships are on the board, I just feel like this yeah, is so makes, Star makes Wars you happy. right now. <laughs> yes, so, so you're, you're like, playing it with green. Yeah, mostly playing with green. I haven't tried it with red. I think you know, I think having the the resupplies and the super laser techs is pretty, pretty yeah, essential. Those are I don't pretty, know what pretty crazy good cards, and I don't even know what a Krennic yellow deck would look or feel like because you're okay also just the fact that he has this passive ability that oh damage units get plus one plus Mm -hmm. zero sometimes you can you know punish your opponent for not thinking through or like like oh shoot i forgot this thing or like uh when you've got veers and this on board it's very interesting but i i just i love specifically playing like credit ramp where you can i'm looking at the deck list but like you know at five you're really you're usually dropping like a callus at six you've got this academy defense walker which is giving experience tokens to your friendly damage units which is also beefing them up a little bit at seven you can hit dooku at nine you've got relentless at 10 devastator and now we got the avenger i haven't even played the avenger yet which again this may seem it, it may all be like magical christmas land kind of uh stuff because stuff like, oh, you drop the Devastator and then you entrench it. And it's like, oh, okay, I paid, <laughs> paid 10 resources to kill something, which is definitely a thing. So I, I'm aware of that. But it's just every time I played it, it just feels right. It gives you access to the cards like Takedown and, again, not Krennic himself, but the Krennic Ramp, like Overwhelming sure. Barrage. Some of the cards that just feel powerful mm-hmm. and not not straight aggro. Because I think, I think when I've tried to play aggro in this game, and I, I think it's just a learning curve. I think I need to learn how to play aggro in this game where it doesn't peter out, where I get to the... I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. But then if you get almost there and then they stabilize. Yeah. And then it's like, I play a unit, dies, play a unit, dies. And there's no damage out of hand to just finish the, the game. So... Mm-hmm. So I like more of the, I just have constant threats coming out of hand with Piet ambushing and stuff like that. So yeah, I think Krennic. That is funny. Krennic is probably one of the leaders I've played the least. I think the leaders that I've played the least so far is Krennic, Jin. Iden just came out, so that doesn't count. But yeah. those two I really haven't played much of at all. I've never played yeah. Jin before. I've played maybe two games with Krennic when he, like, he was first spoiled way back. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I even like just like valuable units like Death Trooper. I mean, there's obvious Death synergy between them cool. and Death Trooper because yeah. so, Death Trooper can come, it can nuke a unit, and then it's also beefier because of Krennic. Mm-hmm. So some of those like really small value adds, I think, are really strong. So I, I am curious. I'm like, would the, how, how would this deck feel with Aiden instead of Krennic? Mm-hmm. Because Aiden can theoretically heal, but I think Krennic, if Krennic gets off two attacks, and Krennic usually gets off usually about two attacks before uh, yeah. he dies, but I. And then you're, you're restoring, restoring four, four, you know, yeah. 
but I also don't mind throwing entrenched on Krennic and just being like, sure, you know, okay, I'm a five ten, yeah, and so like, okay, yeah, I you, win the ground now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, if you go to space, then it's like, all right, well, here's some big vehicles to deal with. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's been, he's been fun. So okay. you said, so you said your least favorite is Hera, probably, probably so far. I think she just okay. doesn't do anything. Like I, I, I really wish that she had some ability on her leader side. Yeah, because beyond it the just deck building, feels bad to not. Yeah, like the only thing you're getting is a deck building buff, and yeah, it's not even that good. Like the Spectre units are cool, but they don't particularly synergize with each other right now. So yeah, maybe maybe in the future that'll change, but as of now, yeah. they just kind of like you're adding slightly better units to your deck than maybe you would have otherwise been able to. But there's not really a huge reason to run double green as of as of now. I don't think cunning or command is like okay but i think it's the worst of the like double aspect named trait cards or aspect cards Uh, yeah i think command would be so much better if they didn't have that stipulation of the damage to a non-unique yeah unit i don't understand why that was necessary everybody's playing unique units like what there aren't that many powerful things that you would want to target with that anyway yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would agree with you. I think attack pattern Delta as well is like fine, but I don't think it's worth going double green for. So it's like with Hera, you're all you're already like, let's say you're going red, right? You already would have had access to Sabine, so you wouldn't even have needed her ability. And the fact that she comes out as what a four six on six with, um, I mean, she can give experience to unique units, but it's so easy to play around. Every time I've played against Hera. You just kill your opponent's unique units, and then mm. Hera's just a sad 4-6 that doesn't really do that much for you. Like, compare it to Boba, it does so much more than Hera. Like, yeah. an insane amount more than Hera. Yeah. I, I, I wish she was more interesting in general, and I wish that the... I mean, maybe, maybe there's, like, a Spectre card that comes out that, like, really ties it all together nicely, and you're like, okay, now I get it. Mm-hmm. That could still happen. But as of now, I don't think that it makes a ton of sense to. So basically play. we need yeah. like a, a Power Rangers kind of card that yeah. says if you have. It's like, I mean, imagine like cards. something like, yeah, something like that or something like Metal Ceremony, but for Spectre units where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, each of your Spectre units gains a shield and gains plus one, plus one, plus one for the phase, something like that. Right. I think, I think those are the scenarios that would make it worth doing but we don't have that now and so for now she's my least favorite yeah yeah well give us the rest of the specter units let's uh let's see what we got yeah because I, I i'm with you i i can't wait to see i'm glad they included like specter rebel stuff in in set one, oh absolutely I think they're, yeah. they're super fun and yeah. i guess hera again it makes it so every set that releases after this yeah you do have to think about yeah a specter card it goes oh who Mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's i do like that yeah i think yeah han is definitely my least favorite right now <laughs> i think i think but i think ig88 is pretty pretty dark ig88 it's just bad like i i he i think he might be worse than hera but he's not my least favorite because at least he like there there's some something fun that you can do with him at least for me right other people might have a lot of fun with hera and I don't want to like discount other people's experience with the game, but yeah, I I think like the puzzle of IG88 of can I get enough units on the board before my opponent can so that I can 
flip and do some crazy, you know, raid, like give everything raid and attack for a bunch like that. That's a fun puzzle to try and solve, even if it's potentially unsolvable. But yeah, I, I don't know. He's definitely bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably yeah. the worst leader, in my opinion. Yeah. The, yeah, I think uh, I, I did this in our in one of the Christmas videos when I had to play IG-88. I basically just said... Yeah. I'm just gonna ignore him <laughs> and pretend his. Yeah, he, he's just a red herring. <laughs> he's just he's literally just a was, distraction. I thought that was super clever. I actually really liked that. So I was like, I had to run it with green. So I'm like, I'm just gonna ramp into my big vehicle. So you're but you're worried about me spotting yeah. a bunch of units and you got to kill something that hits for five because he hits for five is, yeah, is, is decent. That's, that's a, above that's average a chunk. And in that game, you flipped IGADA and I instantly open fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I was like, well, that's what. Uh, that's, that's what he was here for. What you have to do. <laughs> um, is that interesting? Technically, like, is is that card advantage? It, maybe not, because your opponent also gets a leader. But like, if you get mm-hmm. if you flip your leader in, it it requires a card from your opponent. I'm thinking, like, is that good enough? But I don't think mm-hmm. it is, because then they also get a leader, and you have to answer that leader, and then you're even. Yeah. It just makes it just makes me sad because I I love IG88. There was a in uh, when I played X Wing and IG88 came oh, out. Yeah, and IG2000 like they because they had IG88 A B C and D like there were like mm-hmm. four versions of it. And then and like so, they talked to each other sort of right like yeah, they gave each other they, were, they gave each other their the other one's ability if mm-hmm. they were together and so they called them Brobots. It was the name right. of the, the list which it was. So Brobots was like a normal thing. So you saw IG88 dominating in this, and I I enjoyed that that season of because uh, Boba <laughs> Fett when Boba Fett was released in X Wing, he was just bad. Okay, like just you did not see any Boba Fett lists like well, that, that is were casual. Very different in this game. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, I, I can see. I mean, and Jeremy's were talked about this uh, in one of his interviews uh, about like how you know Boba Fett was. He just said he's like you know you know, pushed in power for reasons. So it's like, okay, we want Boba Fett on the table in a Star Wars game. That makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Those those are reasons. So yeah. Any do you have any predictions? We we've I mean I mentioned Boba Fett, but do you have any predictions for like early meta? Like if if you had a store showdown Ooh, with whatever. just the leaders that we've seen. Like what what are you going to that store showdown a month after release? If again, this is all contextual. We we don't have all the cards. It, based on what you've seen what are you like okay i gotta be prepared for this Ooh, like not not what am i bringing but what what would i need to watch out for i yeah, think what would you be preparing for i think pe- people seem to like vader with green specifically I, it won some recent small tournament but yeah I, I think like some kind of villain ramp with either red or blue i would i would assume yeah uh, some kind of hero aggro either leia or sabine with probably yellow, I would imagine. Yeah, surprise and, strike and shoot first are pretty yeah, bad, bro. quite good. And probably also Luke with almost any color combination. Maybe not Luke red, but I think all the other color combinations are make make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Red red's interesting. I you could do like a wings and be a little bit more aggressive. You could do red three with Luke. That'd be pretty cool. Do red three and shield red three on turn four that, or on mm. turn three. That'd be fun. But yeah, I, th- I think th- those are probably like the leaders that I would be trying to expect or that I would yeah. be expecting. Probably Boba as well, like Boba with red or green or yellow. Yeah. And I was going to say, you, you you mentioned a few, but... Uh, Did I miss one? No, 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 no. I think that's it. I was just thinking <laughs> Boba Fett. Um, yeah, so you, I almost okay, missed so, Boba Fett. But yeah. So you... <laughs> Boba Fett? 
where? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the, you mentioned the tournament. So they so on TTS, there was a small tournament. They made it cap at 16, and then two players dropped at the last minute. So I think it ended up being 14. And I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I think it was like seven Boba Fetts. Yeah, so I think 50% of the field was Boba, Boba Fetts. Boba Green, right? It was, yeah, Boba Green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were a couple reds, I think. I don't, I don't remember any blues. And I don't remember any and yellows. This was like a month ago too, so the card pool has changed quite a bit. Right. That's that's the stage we're at. We're like, yeah, this is all fake meta, but it's yeah, <laughs> inter- it's interesting to learn card pool. But mm-hmm. um, so Boba Fett was a very popular, and it was I I think at the top cut it was like three Bobas and one Vader, and Vader ended up winning it. That Vader ramp deck that you're talking about. Yeah, Vader. I feel like if you if, if your draws line up and you mulligan correctly and you can ramp twice and get vader out two turns early it's really hard to beat <laughs> yeah because he's very powerful and that's a lot of stats to get through that early in the game yeah like if you i mean you you just in the vader matchup it just feels like it like builds to this crescendo and yeah and it's like on that turn like when he's deploying like if you don't have an answer yeah quickly i mean if he if he doesn't have a lightsaber you know, you're okay, I guess. Most of the times he has one of the lightsabers. But I and I and I haven't even seen Vader with a lot of like Admiral Mahdi to, for the reset. Oh, sure. Like I thought yeah. I thought that was gonna be something, but I haven't seen that a lot in you probably people's takes on Vader. Probably don't need it, right? Like if you if you're sticking Vader and he's attacking multiple times, even across multiple turns, like you're still good. I feel like if if you're going for the Mahdi sort of reset, like almost OTK-esque style of Vader, you're probably a little bit more aggressive than what people have been playing it with. Yeah. It, so it does feel like, and it's very thematic too, like not a, pe- not a lot of people are sitting here thinking, okay, how do I, how do I one-shot Vader at eight health? Like right. that's pretty, that's pretty tough unless you got yeah. surprise strike with something big. I mean, you got, you gotta, you gotta have a lot to go ahead, but a lot of people are just trying to ignore him or or like slow, like yeah, no just good keep to be him dead. exhausted or something. Yeah, no good to be dead. Great, yeah, Leia, Leia. yeah. Which, which again, is sort of like the movies. It's like oh, we <laughs> yeah, can't just, actually just avoid we can't him. Just do like, anything about keep, Vader. Keep, keep him over there. Yeah, for a just keep bit. him occupied <laughs> with some like rebel yeah. troopers in a hallway, <laughs> and we'll get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So yeah. in that way, yeah, like a lot of the thematic designs around a lot of these characters, you can tell they put a lot of attention mm-hmm. into uh into how do how do they make that. I love that. Makes sense. I love that. Because it does feel like Vader feels incredibly imposing when he flips over on the other side of the table. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, side note: I I uh, I taught my neighbor how to how to play, and he and his his boys they're I don't know probably I think eleven and seven or something like that or eleven and eight. But so he ended up printing out his own proxies after I taught mm-hmm. him, and, and then one of his sons came up to me yesterday and was like. You'll never believe it. I got three Vader's lightsabers on Vader, and I destroyed my dad. <laughs> it's like, you dude, it. that's so great. You didn't also, have the heart to tell that. him that you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't tell him. I told the dad later. I, I wouldn't like, have either. I was like, hey, Frank, uh, you can't do that. He's like, oh. Because <laughs> how insane would that be? Like, Vader saver, Vader saver, Vader saver. Yeah. <laughs> Just nuking stuff. <laughs> uh, that's great. So, um, Awesome. All right, I think that'll do it for this uh, episode one of the unplayable, unlimited, unlistenable Shoecast. If you got some at least great... one of those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we'll get Jay Jim on uh, the next one. I don't, I don't know how often we'll do this. I think Mike and I are just obsessed with the game, and we just want to talk about it all the time. So, yeah, 
Um, so speaking of which, if you are somehow if you stumbled into this and you're not in our Discord, jump into our Discord. There's uh, probably a link below because Mike's really good at that. And you can come talk Star Wars Unlimited with us in, in Discord. we got lots of great people in there chatting about the game. So but other than that, Mike, final, final send-off thoughts for, for people? Thank you for listening. If you guys want to hear us talk about anything specific, let us know so that we don't have to think about what we talked about. And you can just tell us. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. All right, guys. Until next time, may the force be with you. Bye.